movies. We watch movies. You listen to us talk about movies that we watched without you. It's beautiful. Thanks. Now this is podcasting. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Super Films Cast 64. Yeah, well, uh, today we're uh, here with uh, Adam and Spencer. How you guys doing? Oh, I'm chilling on the flip side. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good, Trey. Yeah, all right. Well, today we're going to talk about movies, or <laughs> some people in the industry like to call them films, or moving pictures for you old folks out there in Tinseltown, USA. But a ping. Trey had two shots of espresso uh, in his I coffee. Four. <laughs> two extra shots yeah. for our extra friend. Freaking wound. How you guys doing? I'm doing well. Yeah. You, this is our uh, Dirk episode, correct? Yep. This is the Dirk episode. 41. 41. Nope. We had 69 on the games cast. I totally forgot. Nice. Until the like the last minute. Yeah. And, and so that last minute was just a... <laughs> Suck off. High Missed five. Oppor- We're just sucking each other off. Missed opportunity. You could have just played. Uh, what's that game where the Japanese girls got the big titties oh. on the beach? All it's of the them. volleyball game. I know. Oh, uh, Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball. Yeah, yeah. We could play that. We That's should- like the most sixty-nine game, right? Ooh, are you? I would say Conquer's Bad Fur Day. If you really want to get into like potty humor. 69 is oh, probably I'm not con- talking potty humor, Just baby. Boobs, I'm talking sex. Talking sex. Stuff. You know what the hottest sex scene in a video game is? Portal. Exactly. Where you go and you suck yourself off. Yeah. <laughs> you can do that if you want to in Portal. Yeah. Anyway, this isn't Games Cast. No, okay. Trey's sucking himself off now. I am. For anyone you who wouldn't can't know. Here. You would not know. For all the listeners at home, <laughs> Trey is sucking himself off. Ooh, Trey, stop it. Trey is gross. That's either oh. me sucking myself off or Adam eating eggs. Oh, me so horny. That's that's what I say when I eat eggs. Mm-hmm. I got I got a bone to pick with you guys. Uh-oh. You guys like to, you know, call me out on shit all the time. Uh-huh. Because I'm inconsistent with my opinions, ooh, maybe. Ooh. I'm doing my quotes. Fingies. Uh, you say that I didn't like Mad Max, Furry Road. You, yeah, it, you said that. Well, when did it, I say it, I didn't like it. It I, was, it was. Well, uh, let me see. I sent you the direct quote because okay. I went back and listened to it. Okay. Uh, you said, uh, I liked it all right. That doesn't say I didn't like it. No. And and then you did the tray thing where you increased how much you liked it the more you talked about <laughs> it. <laughs> you know, well, look, I'm the common man who doesn't really have a strong opinion about things. <laughs> I Trey. have strong opinions. I just think I can fluctuate. Trey, I said, I asked also, trying to remember, Adam, you really liked Fury Road, and Trey was just all right with it. Yes. That sounds like I was you like said, mad I liked about it. it. I don't think I was just, I eat. <laughs> you said exactly, I liked it all right. <laughs> so which one is it, Trey? I liked it a bunch. Oh. I, it's like one of Adam's favorite movies. I don't yeah. think it's one of my favorite of all time, but I really liked it. I have it on DVD. I would watch it again if someone said, let's go watch it. Cool. Yeah. So 
acceptable. Setting the record straight, if you have listened to this podcast before and you heard the episode in which Trey said he liked it all right, redact that. (laughs) Redact that whole episode. Trey really liked it. (laughs) Also, another another question that that, uh, was just brought up. Uh, Trey put together on Letterboxd his top 50 movies list you guys are stalking my shit and it and it has 52 movies <laughs> <laughs> well i actually did that this morning just randomly uh-huh. because my so what is, difference does it make? <laughs> why do you care what i'm doing on my letterbox first because of all, i use that, your letterbox to make movie suggestions um i did it because i'm thinking about lord of the rings a lot and i'm like you know what i can't just leave one lord of the rings movie on there i gotta put all three cool so you take two other movies no out. i don't <laughs> well then you call it your top 52 <laughs> one for every week of the year your perfect year would yeah have. Perfect watch year. one a week perfect year perfect you you know what i i can't wait till i can find something on you guys to call you on <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to Super Films Cast Yay. 64. Yay! The the podcast. I figured out why people always send us game questions mm-hmm. when you ask for films question. It's because it's the 64 at the end, yeah. which has no, which makes no sense. Should we just yeah. change the name of the no. podcast? Nope. No. I'm no. I'm committed. Okay. I yeah. I really enjoy whenever I meet someone and the conversation of oh I do a podcast movie podcast gets brought up and they say oh what's it called. <laughs> Well, it's called Super Films Cast 64. Uh, <laughs> it, you can't just leave it at that. You have to explain. Oh, the long you see, there was history. another podcast. You see, that's I'm my part of the though. podcast network. There was a much more successful podcast that gets money. <laughs> uh, not really money. It's like we get like forty dollars. I have to split the, it between me, Connor, and Austin. The IRS is not listening to this, Trey. You can no. It's all on the up and up. It just you know, it's not pay. like oh yeah, we get sick making pay. buku bucks, making millions. That's why I still work overnights, right? Yeah, just you get, charity. You do it for the love of the game. Love of the game. Thank God Jason Gotch isn't on air anymore. <laughs> Good. God. This week on Super Films Cast sixty four, we're going to talk about what we've been watching. Uh, including Trey and I's bet payoff movies, uh, the Emoji movie, and uh, the new Mummy. Uh, moving forward, we're going to talk a little news. The Super Bowl is also the Super Bowl of movie trailers. Yeah, it's my Super Bowl. Like the Oscars are <laughs> my Super Bowl. Well, no, it's the the Super Bowl is my Super Bowl, well, but for the trailers. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that- Yes. Hey, indeed. get Tom Brady off. I want to. I don't want to watch that, that sports Madden ball. Oh, sports ball. Get rid of the <laughs> Madden No Five graphics of Tom Brady and Nick Foles, which they showed they did. a million times. It's like a video game, guys. I want to watch a little snippet of that movie where John Krasinski doesn't talk at all. <laughs> I'm. I'm pretty sure Baron did those graphics. <laughs> Baron Trump. Baron Trump. <laughs> He's excellent with the cyber. <laughs> he's the expert, right? Yeah, he's the cyber expert. <laughs> he knows how to do computers. Uh, so then after that, we're going to talk a little bit about a uh, Super Bowl movie that came out. The Cloverfield yes. movie. The, the, the uh, new Cloverfield, Cloverfield movie. Paradox. The new Cloverfield film that came out. It dropped as soon as the Super Bowl ended. We watched it almost immediately. So we can give you our opinions first, like we're real movie critics yep. seeing it in advance. Mm-hmm. Get the scoop here first. 
So, Trey, what you been watching? Oh boy, Adam, what I've been watching. I've watched about seven films. This is probably, of the weeks, this is probably my weakest week. I wouldn't say it's the worst because I saw some good stuff. Just but... one a day is his weakest week. No, 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 as far as quality. Yeah. Oh, I see. Mr. Um, uh, we Gotta Slow Down <laughs> watches seven movies this week. Good you God. are the weakest week. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Hello, 2002. Um, so I watched The Big Short. Oh, hey. Yes, yeah, yes hey. Good. Uh, man, that movie is just scary. <laughs> yeah. It was, the big, it was the best horror movie ever. It was just scary. Yeah. It is really well done. Um, I, I, I could see, uh, I could see Steve Carell in dramas forever. He's real. It's just so He's good. He's great. He's a yeah. dramatic actor. Yeah. Uh, everyone was good in that movie. I thought Brad Pitt was uh, very good in that. I thought he kind of reminded me of, uh, um, I'm sorry, uh, Colin Farrell a little bit in there, a little kind of in, in uh, like the Lobster or something, kind of, kind of more stoic in a way. Mm-hmm. He kind of looked like Colin Farrell in the Lobster too, maybe. I don't know. All right. Yeah, it's a the big short. If you haven't seen it, it's about the, uh, the cry the uh, the housing collapse. housing collapse in 2008, and how all these people. Knew about it, and Christian Bale is excellent in it. He's very good. Uh, really good in it. Uh, it's weird. I've I've watched so many movies this year. It, it kind of they're all sort of coming together in a way where I can. It's sort of like looking at a baseball season, like big picture. I'm starting to kind of see what actors I like and certain. It's weird. I've never really done that before. You know, I've always kind of liked who I liked, but like seeing all these movies together and you see all these people reoccurring. It feels like I'm getting a better sense of what actors I like and what kind of things I like in movies. It's sort of kind of expanding sort of my taste in You're a way. Developing your palate. Yes, indeed. Mm. No, Christian Bale's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, that's a really good movie. It, it used to be on Netflix. I don't think it's on there anymore. I think, it, it. I think it is. It yeah. still is? I, I think it is. Okay. Where, wherever you can find it if you haven't seen it. Strong recommend. I watched In Bruges. Yeah. Which I, I think I'm now a Colin Farrell fan after that. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. And he's really good as that kind of quirky. Smarmy. Yeah, smarmy guy. Yeah. He's really good as that. Uh, uh, and uh, Brendan Gleeson's great, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there are like, so you get you get Mad-Eyed Moody and yeah. Voldemort. <laughs> yeah. Head to head. <laughs> Ralph Phineas has had hel- a hell of a career as well. Like, he was in, um, I mean, he was in. Uh, fine. Ray, Ray Fine. Oh, what it's, was it, it's a very weird yeah. name because it's yeah. yeah, it's Ralph yeah. Finney's, but it's Rafe. And what's his brother's name? He has uh, a brother. I'd, yeah, he was in like Shakespeare in Love. Oh, okay, and oh, I saw that a long time ago. I kind of forgot about it. Oh, and then he was scheduled to play White Michael Jackson, and people got really mad about it. Yes. I'm not sure if that ever went through. But like Ray Fines was the villain in Schindler's List. Yeah, which I still need to see. He's He's so good. Yeah. Yeah. And quiz show. He's amazing in that. Uh and Bruges is great. If you want to see a fun, funny little crime movie. It's uh it's directed by Martin McDonough, who did three billboards, yeah. and I think this is better than oh, yeah. three billboards oh, yeah. in pretty much every way. Hands down. But it yes. does it does it's, have it's, kind of the same like it's very different. It's based in kind of the same sort of humor and stuff. Yeah. It, it's more up my alley as far as like you know, gangster, criminal kind of yes. thing. Yeah. Uh, then the Lego movie, I finally finished that. So Everything good. Everything is awesome. That's really good. Uh, and then 
I wish I had seen Emoji Movie after that, but I didn't <laughs> because that's very it's they're kind of similar in a way, like two, like two sides of the same coin. Yeah, definitely. Um, I saw Edge of Tomorrow though. Okay, I really liked it. And you could kind of watch it as a video game movie. It's probably one of those movies that are video game movies without being a, a video game movie. Because even though it's sort of compared to Groundhog Day, it's almost very video game-esque where you're kind of progressing each time you die. You're getting yeah. better and better and better and better. You know, if, Tom Cruise is getting better and better and better. If better. you haven't seen it, Tom Cruise uh, is in kind of this futuristic war. He's a, a PR person for the army, basically, and gets dragged into the battlefield and uh, to fight these aliens, and then something happens, and he ends up, every time he dies, mm-hmm. goes back through the day over yeah. and over again until... It's a more action-packed Groundhog Day. Yes. yes. That's the most apt. Yes. Uh, and I thought, uh, I'm going to steal this joke from Justin Montemayor, because uh, Mino said that Groundhog Day was overrated, and then Justin said, well, it was pretty repetitive. I thought that hey. was pretty good. But don't... Uh, before I talk about Emoji Movie, uh, I want to mention, Papri- and I also saw Cloverfield, the new Cloverfield. I want to talk about Paprika. Okay. Uh, it is this Japanese anime made in 2006. Okay. If you are a fan of animation, uh, I would totally watch this movie. It is a kind of an anime in the same vein as, uh, it, it is very similar to the plot of Inception. It's about kind of hacking into dreams, going into dreams, sort of these uh, kind of cops who are trying to, this dream technology that goes out of hand and the whole movie is very very trippy very weird there's a lot of like in and out of dreams and these dreamlike kind of very i hate to say trippy because i think that kind of undermines it a lot it's like oh it's trippy man Mm. but i mean it's very well done the animation is amazing like i would recommend this to anyone who is an animator um to watch this movie paprika it is an anime in the same vein of like a uh, a ghost in the shell or not as heavy sci-fi as like Akira, but it's it's not. My whole thing is I think I'm starting to like anime, certain kinds of anime, um, but I I've never liked the oh it's a bunch of high school kids and you know J-pop and I've never liked that kind of anime. Like I didn't even like Attack on Titan because it had too much of that. But this kind of this weird science fiction. Weird art style, weird animation. I really dig. So, so what? What did you see that made you choose this movie out of everything? Out of all the, anime I was recommended stuff? this by somebody by, okay. by, by uh, Perry Dactyl, who actually listens to this podcast. Perry okay. Dactyl, uh, Perry, he uh, recommended this to me because I, I mentioned to him that I really liked Akira, and he's like, "You'll like this." Nice. Yeah, really liked it. Yeah, cool. So now, um, emoji movie. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I had notes. So Trey. Uh, lost our Oscar nomination uh-huh. uh, bet where mm-hmm. we tried to pick which uh, movies would get Oscar nominations back in July. Yes. And as his punishment, Trey had to watch the Emoji movie. It is uh, It is probably worse than I thought it would be. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> it really is bad. I have a whole bunch of notes here. So I I put, um, there's just a lot of cheap puns, a lot of cheap humor a lot of just like, it was just la- very lazy. The writing was like, oh, let's put in a hey Felicia joke here. Huh, hey, you know this thing. And I, I swear to God, I hate James Corden so much. Yeah, I hate that guy. And there's, but he does karaoke in his sh- car. 
And he's British. He's a f- he's a fat British uh, J- uh, Jimmy Fallon. That's what he is. All right, so uh, I I wrote too many puns, cheap humor. Eggplant emoji would totally be in the popular emoji yeah. crowd. Yeah. yeah, that's dumb. Eggplant emojis hanging out with the unused ones. Yeah. yeah, it just goes to show you how out of touch <laughs> the writers are. It's very out of touch. It's very uh, don't even know what kids eggplant. today kind of thing. And yeah. It's, oh, yeah, it has that same kind of plot of it's someone who doesn't belong, and it just doesn't make sense for this kind of movie. Like, it just it's very trite. Uh, the humor is not funny at all, and the whole thing is an ad for yeah. apps. Yep, it's just an ad. Uh, it, it's it's how do they even get Patrick? St- I guess Patrick Stewart needed a new lake house or something because uh, he didn't say very many lines. No, he didn't. So he was probably getting paid though. If you're an actor and somebody approaches you with a voice acting job, it's, you just take it. It's yeah, the easiest money yeah. you can get. Pretty much. I like that the edgy song for the virus thing was "We're not gonna take it." <laughs> <laughs> Which is also featured at the end of Wolfenstein 2, and it's probably the worst part of Wolfenstein 2 at the very end credits. <laughs> We're not gonna take it. That's the D. worst. Dee Snyder, you owe him an apology. It's terrible. It's a great song. What, what is the song at the end of Edge of Tomorrow? Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, I don't God. remember. Okay, well, Can I just watched it? it. I don't remember it, but... uh. It's it's in the credits of Edge of Tomorrow and it's yeah. bad. Yeah, it's real bad. They need to work on their it's, ending songs and movies. We need to. We should have a uh, a discussion later uh, about best ending songs. Yeah, I think Lord of the Rings Into the West. It makes me cry. It's like The Matrix came out. The and, Matrix, and then <laughs> what I and they were like, Yeah, we we, need we gotta find the next bomb Don't. track. Uh, let's see. I put a sudden gender issues or sudden. Uh, YouTube act. Oh, YouTube act. Oh, app has a lack of alt right rants and suicide forest videos. Yeah, uh, they, it's a little too poppy. You know, a lot less. Uh, you know, the Holocaust. I've not really know, or the uh, <laughs> bunch of video game dudes saying racist things. Not a lot of that. that that's YouTube. Yep. Uh, unmonetized videos. Uh, just dance commercial. Why did? Why, all right, and then the the son caring for James Corden's character. Spotify app, bubble butt, like it's just so dumb. It yeah. is, it is so offensively horrible. It is bad. It is really bad. It, it's not even an exaggeration of how bad it is. I didn't laugh. I was like cringing the whole time. Did not laugh once. It is an indictment on just everything. It was bad. And it's like I watched, you know, the Lego Movie, and and also the animation is really lazy too. Like it's just there's nothing to it. Like the the Lego Movie, like the it's so cool because it looks like stop motion a lot of times. Yeah, in yeah. in the Lego Movie when they uh, why did I say it like that? The Lego Movie, you the always Lego say movie. movie. You, uh, you say movie a lot, but in in that mm-hmm. everything that happens, they say they had to be able to be done with actual yeah. Legos. And I think the most impressive part was when they're on the ocean and the Legos were like moving like water. Uh-huh. That was really cool. And, I mean, it was a very heartfelt movie. It was a funny movie. I, I think the message was a bit of a sh- stretch a little bit. I don't know. Like It felt it felt like they're trying to say something, but I don't think they totally nailed it. But it was still a really nice, charming movie, you know, whereas – and that movie could have just been the same thing because it's it's toys, you know, it's light. But I think, I think though, Legos – I think you have a more – you know what, though? I mean, you could probably say in 50 years people have a nostalgic thing about emojis but right legos i feel like they're more nostalgic they're more maybe more innocent 
So Trey, where would you where would you put Emoji Movie with your like worst movies of all time? Is it? Uh it's worse than American Beauty. Wow. Yeah. Well, okay, so it's worse than a very good <laughs> than movie? an Oscar winning movie. <laughs> no, I don't hate American Beauty that much. I think I've given American Beauty. You know how I think you said something about how I forgot what movie it was, but you said it made you uh, made you less hard on um, Thor Ragnarok. That's oh. kind of how I felt about this. Like I've kind of felt like bad about hating on some movies after this. Wait, so you were like, <laughs> you know what? Man? You hate emoji movies so much, it made you realize that American Beauty American is Beauty a good might have been an all right movie. <laughs> uh, Bright was. I think, oh, the Bright. Movie. Okay. okay. Uh, Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was something else. But that was definitely a movie where I'm like, you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe American Beauty is okay. Well, just go ahead and keep Emoji Movie downloaded on your computer because that's kind of might, that might be the default punishment. Be. <laughs> yeah. I think it, I think it was uh, Phantom Menace actually. I think oh, we really? watched Phantom Menace. Okay. And I was like, oh boy, I was too hard on Thor. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Spencer, what did you watch? Uh, this week, I watched six movies, which might be, uh, or hang on, one, two. I watched five movies, and I started a sixth movie. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this is pretty good for me. I think that's maybe the most I've seen in a week, uh, which is like insane that uh, I, I've completed five movies, and I'm feeling demotivated by it <laughs> because you a-holes are just blasting Dude, through I the might, gates. Dude, I might be taking a little... Not a break, but slowing down because Trey, I'm trying to play some you, more. You've said games. that like three weeks in a row, <laughs> and then you're like, "Oh, watched eight movies this week." Whoops. <laughs> um, I watched uh, Film Stars Don't Die in Liverpool. You both so, saw that. I you saw, saw that yes. together. Oh, and uh, that's like the most uh, two and a half star movie I've ever seen. It's just like boring. It's like not bad. Like. There's some good acting in it, um, but I don't care about the story, and it's boring, uh, so I yeah. fell asleep in it. <laughs> it's one of the. I was sitting there in the theater, and I started to feel kind of tired about halfway through the movie, and I think, oh, well, might as well. So I snoozed <laughs> off for like the middle third. Let me take a little nap. And I woke up for the for the final act, and it was just the same thing was happening. Yeah, nothing really progresses in the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's about the movie is about Gloria Graham, who was a big film star in the fifties. She won Oscar for supporting actress, and it just follows her kind of in her later years. She's in England, meets a younger actor, they fall in love. They uh, fuck. Yes, they yes. do. Nice. Um, I I also watched in Bruges. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruges, uh, with that I thought that was very good. Um, we already know what it's about. I, uh, it's definitely better than Three Billboards for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've not it's more seen. Fun. I mean, it's it's more fun. It's, it's very, a lot yeah. more fun. Um, I feel the story is just a lot less sprawling. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just paced a lot better. Um, really like I, I really like Colin Farrell. Yeah, I he's already great. did, and he's fantastic in that. The whole Whole cast is cool. It's funny. Um, it's a, it's a really good movie. Uh, Martin McDonough hates America. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the hates Americans a, and hates one. Americans. Oh man! <laughs> but like, it's funny. <laughs> the the scene with the Americans, <laughs> and then he the, ties it in late at the very end, right. which is great. Um, and then at the <laughs> the bit with the Canadians was fantastic. Um, yeah, it was a very good movie. Um, I like that. Uh, 
she was trying to send him to a vacation to Bruges because he thinks it's so beautiful and, <laughs> and nostalgic and he just hates it. Yeah. Oh, you think I, I want to die in fucking Bruges? <laughs> I think that's great. Yeah. Um, I saw Captain Underpants. Yeah, I saw that. We yeah, we were niece. We were babysitting. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard really good things yeah. about it. I used yeah. to read those as a kid. Those it's, books are great. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some really cool stuff they do with the animation. Um, yeah, it's fun. Uh, and it's on Netflix, right? It's on Netflix. That was like, I think, I forgot what it was, but I remember reading those books and thinking I was so cool. Yeah, so edgy. Nick Kroll is uh, oh, Professor, Professor Poopy, Poopy Pants. Pants. He's nice. hilarious. Okay, uh, His character is very funny. Um, I, I saw Tin Cloverfield Lane. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Not Tin Cloverfield Lane. Oh, oh never <laughs> Cloverfield Paradox. The Cloverfield Paradox. Okay. I already saw, I saw Clint, Tin Cloverfield Lane uh, back-to-back nights in theaters <laughs> when it came out. <laughs> Nice. I think I've already talked about that. Uh, we'll talk about Cloverfield Paradox in a bit. And I watched Too Funny to Fail uh, on Hulu, which is the um, which is a documentary on Hulu about Dana Carvey. Um, the Dana just, Carvey show. The, the Dana Carvey show. Just after Dana Carvey uh, left SNL, um, kind of what's he going to do next? Uh, I was unaware that Dana Carvey was like, pretty much the biggest guy in comedy at a moment, like on the cover of Rolling Stone. He was huge. Um, and he started the church lady. People, people loved his characters, um, which is why the master of disguise was so great because the characters, right? Um, but yeah, so the creation of his show and the ultimate utter failure of it. Um, and, based- and the big part about, this movie is it's like it's not only Dana Carvey being huge, it was Steve Carell, Stephen Colbert, Louis C.K., right? Uh, Dino Stamatopoulos, uh, a, a bunch of super funny yeah. people worked on it. I can't remember the name of the, the guy who does like Triumph the Insult Comic Dog, um, who is who is a big part of it. Yes, yeah, it's just all these people who ultimately became much bigger than Dana Carvey as Dana Carvey kind of stepped back in his later years. Um, but just seeing these people all play together um, early on in their careers before they really broke out was pretty cool. Um, and it's a show that was just so far ahead of its time. Robert like, Smigel is. Trying. Robert Smigel. Um, yeah, the, the brand of humor is, is kind of like, it's, it's pretty like alternative comedy before alternative comedy was more um, in the mainstream. Uh, and it just did not land with audiences partially because the show aired the time slot <laughs> directly after home improvement. <laughs> so it's home improvement. And then the very, the very first episode, the very first uh, scene of the show is Dana Carvey playing <laughs> a, a bill Cl- president, Bill Clinton, who has been taking hormone pills <laughs> and it starts breastfeeding puppies <laughs> and he's got a chicken tail and it's just, bizarre and out there and people mm-hmm. hated it there were yeah. people but it, it was people loved it the people who got it loved mm-hmm. it but the actual audience that was really tuning in to that time slot the family audience hated it the critics hated it um and it did not last its first season but it's it's become sort of a cult uh a cult thing because of the people who are in it uh and the brand of humor and how that's become more popular uh, and so it, that's on Hulu. Um, if you have it or if you know somebody who has Hulu, I uh, strongly recommend watching it. 
Yeah, I saw the trailers for this. I still haven't seen it yet, but uh, I, I saw the trailers for it, and it made me want to watch the show. And so Austin actually got me uh, the entire run of it yeah. on, on DVD. So I've oh. gone back, and I've, I've watched uh, the episodes, uh, but I still haven't seen the documentary yet, and I'm very interested. Is it a lot of like behind-the-scenes stuff from yes. the time, or is it mostly them talking now, reflecting back? Um, it's a little bit of both. I would say there's there's it's mostly them talking about kind of what they were thinking, but there is also a lot of the behind the scenes, um, the lot like kind of going through the process of them writing some of their skits, um, the, a lot of the process of them actually casting the show and chopping it around. Um, yeah, it's great. It's very good. Nice. Well, and then yeah, I'll have to. We started. I watched the first two episodes with you of the Dana Carvey show, so. We'll have to borrow those borrow those DVDs. Yeah, I watched uh, five movies this week. I watched uh, Nocturnal Animals based on because Trey saw it last week and was talking it up. Uh, Tom Ford is a pretty good director. Yeah, generally when you see movies, I'm I'm going to use like Fences as an example where Denzel Washington was the director, and you know it's not super intricate intricate and stuff but tom ford really does a really good job and kind of being able to put a put a spin on a mm -hmm. classic revenge story while making it more realistic at the same time it's super good it feels like a fashion designer directed that movie if that makes any sense yeah like i felt like the costume especially like her point of view the costumes and how things looked it looked very fashionista Mm -hmm. you know so yeah you could definitely it was a very unique perspective i thought uh, and then I saw Edge of Tomorrow as yeah. well, uh, Lived I Repeat, yes. the Tom Tom Cruise movie. I was super into it until the end. Uh, it's just I'm I'm a big fan of world building, <laughs> like yeah. I've said a yeah. bunch, and like the world building is really cool. But as soon as uh, uh, spoiler alert, but kind of as soon as the loop is broken. Mm-hmm then I kind of lose it because then they're just kind of fighting. And yeah. it's like, eh, I'm not as interested in this. But I think it's a really good movie uh, and was definitely underappreciated at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, film stars, Don't Die in Liverpool, saw that with Spencer and our girlfriends. Uh, <laughs> well, wife, girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, the the movie is... I don't know why I had a correction on that. No, that's Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she you're, is you're my worried. wife. Yeah. Uh, the big thing about it is it it kind of seemed from the trailers that it would be kind of focused on them falling in love and stuff. But he kind of loves her immediately, mm-hmm. right? Without any <laughs> thing, and it's like, oh, why is this young guy in love with this old lady? It it just kind of is, and it's before he knows who she is. Right, it's like as soon as she's flirting, he's like, "I've never been flirted with in my life." Right, this is amazing. <laughs> oh, I can I can relate to that. Uh, <laughs> so it's I would skip that. No need okay. to watch that. I watched the Cloverfield Paradox, and then I watched as my punishment for our Oscars thing. I watched mm. The Mummy. Yes, and uh, it's not even the worst movie you watched this week. Uh yeah, I wouldn't consider it the worst movie I watched this week, but man, this <laughs> this cinematic universe, this uh dark monsters universe, it it is brutal cuz this movie, The Mummy, it's basically two movies where there's Tom Cruise uh being a 
he's in the army this time. It's very similar. I watched it very close to Edge of Tomorrow. It's kind of close, except this time he's in the army and uh, he's finding these artifacts that are being destroyed in Iraq by ISIS, basically. ISIS. But he's but he's like finding them before and selling the them on the swamp thing, the wolf the man, and ISIS. Right? Yeah, the ISIS is in these movies. The the true monsters. Um, but so I I started watching the movie and I was like, what kind of bad movie is this going to be? Because there's kind of certain things that you can mm-hmm. tell and be like, oh, this is this kind of bad movie, and uh, so it starts off, and Tom Cruise is kind of looking out over this dune, and then uh, he talks to his sidekick, and his sidekick is uh, Jake Johnson. <laughs> and it's like, oh, this is going to be that kind of bad movie. What do I know Jake Johnson from? He's from New Girl, and... Oh, is he Schmidt from New Girl? Or he's uh, not he, Schmidt. Is he like a comic relief character? Yeah. Okay. He's in Jurassic World. I didn't see. I don't he's know in. About he's in. Let's be cops. Mm. Oh, okay. Then yeah, he's he's in. Um, seeking a friend for the end of the world as the. As the like douchebag guy. I I don't know. Okay. I haven't seen that. I'll Google it while you continue. Yes, Jake Johnson is. He's just in a bunch of things, and he's just kind of like loud, and uh, does kind of sarcastic stuff. And it was that, and it was him and Tom Cruise kind of playing that role. Uh. And then he's a, like a zombie, <laughs> and the but the worst part is the universe is them trying to set up the Marvel universe. So Tom Cruise goes releases this mummy, and then uh, as it comes out, it's uh, Russell Crowe as Doctor Jekyll comes in, and and so he's basically Samuel L. Jackson in the Marvel things and kind of takes him off to the side and takes him to his lab where you see like a Dracula skull and a swamp thing. You're a big scary mummy. Well, why don't you be scary for your country? Wait, that's how they're doing this monster verse is Dr. Jekyll is like the the ringleader. Yes. That's insane. Yeah. You know, I was listening to a podcast this week, uh, the comedy button, which I highly recommend, especially for you two or anyone who wants to listen to that. They're talking about the the uh, these classic monsters that are just not scary anymore to our audiences. I mean, the mummy. What's scary about a mummy? What's scary about you can make a Wolfman scary, but yeah, I mean they're just not very scary. Like, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Like the the if you read the book, it's like he was he was lewd to a woman, and that was Mister Hyde. <laughs> he was kind of rude. So bad. He he wore his top hat sideways. Oh. Well, he scared the he scared the public. In this movie, yeah. he's basically the Hulk. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he kind of hulks out, um, and so that's the so Russell that's Crow that. Go to like and then Waterburger after Hulk up. So they go and they have like thirty minutes of Doctor Jekyll time, yeah. and then it goes back to mummy stuff. And I I want to spoil this. I'm Go going to. I don't it. care. And I don't care. So in the end, it's it's the concept that's laid out by Doctor Jekyll, Russell Crowe, <laughs> is that death comes in many forms. So it's like the Grim Reaper mm-hmm. or whatever. And so this one's about the Egyptian death god or whatever. And oh. in the end, uh, Tom Cruise, uh, in order to beat 
the mummy becomes the death god. Yes. Essentially. And so he goes and he has this fight within himself to, so he's like part death god, but he's also part Tom Cruise still. Part Scientologist. And also part Scientologist. But it's the exact same bit that is Dr. Jekyll yeah. and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. So he's doing the, there's two characters and they're the exact same thing. The worst part about this universe is the casting, honestly, because it's Russell Crowe, it's Tom Cruise, who I know you love, Spencer, but... Right, this is not a good Tom no. Cruise role. Past, past his peak. Yes. Uh, the next one that's coming out is Angelina Jolie as the Bride of Frankenstein. I don't think they're doing it anymore. I thought they were done. I thought they canceled the whole thing. I think the guys left, but I don't... I don't know if they're totally done with it. It's like they cast this in like 2004. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, Johnny Depp as the Invisible yep. Man oh, was supposed to be. So if if they do go for it, I know two of the main guys that were involved with it. Like, Do you ever get like really kind of nauseous? Do you ever get like really nauseous sometimes, like suddenly, uh, like really sick? Y- yeah. You want to lie down? I got that when you said Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's... Uh, it's pretty brutal. Uh, I would not suggest no. seeing it. <laughs> well, that's a. There you go. Yeah, moving Thank on. Thank One quick that. question. No, no, moving on. Did they? They must have done. Like, I don't know if they did like market research, but who was like, yeah, they want Wait. these monster movies again, and they want them all in the same movie, a la Marvel Cinematic. Like nobody wants that. No. I think you could. I think you could make a really good Frankenstein movie nowadays, uh, but I think they've done that with like artificial intelligent movies. That's yeah, pretty but, much what it is. But like a whole Marvel, or like a cinematic universe. No, no one. But wants I that. don't need Frankenstein and versus they, Dracula. And they did that with Van Helsing like a while ago. That didn't even work. Technically, I don't know. I don't know. It's bad. I mean, they make good vampire movies. They make good uh, Frankenstein like mo- Frankenstein is a great work of science fiction. If mm-hmm. you ever read the book. Yeah, Frankenstein's yes. great. It's amazing. But I mean, yeah, make a you can make a great Frankenstein movie. I don't think you can make a good mummy movie. I think No, yeah, that's are... not the problem, the ability to make one but, good movie. It's just putting them all exactly, together yeah, it's like, for no reason. It's it's artificial. Very artificial. And when we get into the Cloverfield, one thing I don't like is artificial filmmaking. Yeah. So I, I looked up the Dark Universe. Yeah, the two main dudes left, but they're still going forward with Bride of Frankenstein and at this point they don't really have <laughs> anyone in charge of it. So should be another hit. Up Benicio Del Toro is the Wolfman 2. Make Mo- a good werewolf movie. Make Werewolf of Fever Swamp, but for adults, please. That was such a great Goosebumps book. Oh, yes. I didn't. I wasn't I'm dead serious. Unaware. Make, make that movie. But for serious, adults. everyone. Yes. Listen up. Make it. Okay, but, but do so- it like, do it like uh, American Werewolf in London style with like real, real uh, effects and makeup. Guillermo del Toro, get on that shit right now. Super Bowl trailers, guys. The Super Bowl's there. That means there's a bunch of trailers that are out. A lot of them, they just gave teasers, and uh, then they went and they dropped their full trailers. So, you guys, how do you feel? It's sort of a pattern for the Super Bowl. Well, because you can't, if you have a two-minute trailer and it's $5 million for 30 Mm -hmm. seconds. Yeah, it's, it's a... It's a very expensive twenty million dollar trailer. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> how do you guys feel about Skyscraper? You mean Die Hard? <laughs> the it's in a tower. 
Right. I I I don't. I mean, I'm gonna see it. You're going to see it. I'm gonna see we it. I to. I don't know if I'll see it. I I love The Rock. I love stupid action movies. But this, I was excited about the. I saw the poster. I sent y'all the poster. Right. I was like, I'm in. I saw the trailer, and it doesn't look promising because they showed like what's I would guess are going to be all the best action beats. Right. In the trailer. And the big kicker is he's got a prosthetic leg, which is like, why does he have a prosthetic leg? Justin Montemayor film. Yeah. Essentially, Justin Montemayor, who everyone listening knows. Yes, everyone here knows. Is the rock. Yes. It is weird to me that they would be like, hey, here, we'll make this hero with like a prosthetic. And, you know, he'll do this. And then he's not limited at all. He's the rock still. And he's like, yeah, I'm just going to go and I'm going to jump off and this I know skyscraper in through another skyscraper. sort of an issue when it comes to like handicapped characters that they, they, there's never a struggle. They've never showed the struggle when they're handicapped. And they, I think that's like a big complaint you hear from those movies that kind of portray a handicapped hero. It's never, there's never any kind of struggle. You need to show that struggle. And they probably won't because it's The Rock and he's badass and he needs to be a cool doctor. Yeah. Saves the day. He's got to be, have yeah. no weaknesses. No weakness. Uh, yeah, and they do the they do the Fast and Furious car jump just without the car. <laughs> yeah, it seems like the least original movie. <laughs> um, it, I just, yeah, I guess it's not gonna quite be like a triple X or a triple X is like a terrible movie, but it's awesome because right. it knows like what it is. Yeah, I'm just. I don't even say Commando's. Commando's a good movie. I apologize that that's a terrible movie. Yeah, sorry everyone. Yeah, sorry. Um, I do. I yeah. We'll we'll see. We'll see how, if future trailers, if it mm-hmm. looks like it'll be any more fun, um, but it could be not, it could be bad action movie that's not fun. Yeah. So I have a theory. Yes. First of all, did any of you guys see San Andreas? No, I no. saw this Facebook. Apparently, apparently my wife did. Uh, I don't believe her. Okay. She was the only one who responded. A lot of people saw it. A lot of people liked it. I think The Rock is being, because I looked it up. Because I was curious, because I was like, Skyscraper, I kind of get the same vibe as San Andreas. So what does The Rock, what can The Rock do in a movie that just looks like action with kind of no real plot? It made $155 million domestically, which seems insane. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to posit that The Rock is part of a money laundering scheme where no one will call him out on it because he's The Rock. You'd be like, hey, The Rock, these movies aren't making what you say they are. Mm-hmm. And then and then he, he'll, he'll punch you. He does so get, you don't, and he's such a nice guy, too. Right. He has a great Instagram, and well, he's, he's so nice. nice. He's and, so nice, but he is so hostile yeah. towards anyone who talks oh, yeah. badly oh, about yeah. his movies. Yeah. So so this is how they're He's a funny workout things. plan. Yeah, let's hear this plan, Adam. Let's hear it. His workout plan? Yeah. No, you said I thought you said you have a plan. Like, you no, have the idea details? is that they're that. How they're does this work? Falsely inflating how much money these movies make. So they're reporting that these movies are making a ton of money, or that they're spending it. So Universal says, "Hey, this movie made 155 million dollars," when really it only makes 30 million. So they're unable to embezzle 120 worth of profits that they wouldn't have gotten there seems like a lot of paper trail Mm -hmm. uh in that type of scheme so do you think they are paying people to actually go to the theaters no i think the rock is guarding the papers and it's because he's so big no one's gonna question him (laughs) 
He's such a nice guy too. It's you know? not because he's a charming action star. It's I'd, a scheme. And yes. what what are they laundering for? Like where? where I, what? I'm just starting money? to pull the strings. Eventually, it's going to start to unravel. <laughs> next next week on Super Films Cast, Adam will Adam. have an update. I'll find out what he's, he's got. What a bunch the of papers is. and lines. Like, I got the yarn. Yeah, yeah. going from things. <laughs> Skyscraper comes out July 13th. All right. What's the, <laughs> Pepe Sylvia, Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Avengers: Infinity War. I didn't even see this trailer I've, at all. I don't. I've seen. I, saw, I think I saw the first trailer for mm-hmm. this for whatever reason. I saw the reason. first one. I didn't see I anything that happened well, on the Super Bowl. Once and for all. It honestly, it just went through, and it was just a bunch of shots of characters that are going to be in the movie. I'm so torn between Marvel movies because I don't want to be the guy who's like, "These are trash," because they're for the most part they're enjoyable. But I'm also just like I, I'm getting sick of people who are just having a hard on for characters and shots. Trey, just be the guy who speaks his mind, speaks the truth. And I gotta rewatch. To I gotta. I kind of want to rewatch them all and give an honest opinion. That's so many movies. Yeah. I know it's a bunch. I know you. Ju- you just said you want to slow down with movies, <laughs> and then you said yeah. I'd like to rewatch every watch Marvel all movie, of them. an entire universe. I, I kind of. Do just to get an honest opinion about it all because I have that thing with Game of Thrones where it's like when I watch Game of Thrones, I enjoy Game of Thrones, but when I hear people talk about Game of Thrones constantly, I hate it. I, I think that might be just a bad character trait I have. I just I, I I don't know. See, I think the difference for me is that I don't enjoy the Marvel movies that mm-hmm. much. Game of Thrones, I can be like, yeah, this is yeah. cool, and I enjoy this a lot. Uh, Marvel movies I find to be mostly pretty middling, mm-hmm. uh, like just like enough above average to be inoffensive. Yes. Um, I yeah, I gotta rewatch with a them. couple exceptions. Like Iron Man's Iron great. Man. Yeah, original yeah. Iron yeah. Man was really good. First Guardians of the Galaxy was very mm-hmm. good. Yeah. I enjoyed Deadpool. Deadpool's but, great. That's yeah. a little X Men movies are generally good though. Yeah, and that, I mean that's that yeah. was separate yeah. from the cinematic universe until mm-hmm. maybe now. now. Mission Impossible Fallout. I didn't catch that trailer. I saw some of it, but I'll see that movie. Yeah, I he does Tom Cruise like as much as a weirdo he is. He's still an awesome action star. Yeah, you know the the last set, like couple Mission Impossible movies. I, I I haven't seen all the Mission Impossible movies, but the last couple have been mm-hmm. great for me. They're fun. Uh, this one he apparently has saved his crew, but is putting the world at risk mm. somehow and now maybe he's fighting mm. back against the government it's kind of something, like fast and the furious something tells me he's gonna have to go rogue <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> that's what i like it's the exact same concept yeah right every like, movie but i don't care <laughs> <laughs> give me cool action he does his sequences. own stunt still it's amazing yeah, yeah like uma thurman Oh, is that Bow. the news, next news story? No, oh, but okay. is, that is a news story. <laughs> it is a news out. story. Uh, Uma Thurman, Quentin Tarantino made her drive a car that she didn't want to, and she hurt herself. It did a stunt. Uh, and then, like, there's like a Quiet Place, which was kind of before. Which that's, that's strange. It's, I, that's not like a Super Bowl trailer no. movie for me. It was but, before kickoff, so they probably oh, okay. got some sort of discount. John Krasinski's yeah. getting getting those roles, man. Yeah, he's I'm happy for Jack that guy. Ryan. Yeah, um, whatever that up. I, that I weirdly. That first few seasons of The Office, I weirdly related to him because there was a girl I liked in school, and she had like a boyfriend. He was bigger than me and mean. Oh. So I'm like, I'm kind of like Jim. I'm kind of yeah. like Jim a little bit. So uh, I'm happy uh, he's getting his due. And then Solo, 
A Star Wars story. The movie's so nice, they made it twice. <laughs> uh, general impression? Yeah. Looks really serious. I thought it was going to be a, a fun buddy cop romp. But you know what, though? I said after... I said after last Star Wars movie, hey, it's Star Wars. It's they could always fun. they could always reshoot it again. Yeah, they, <laughs> they could. Fun. It's gonna be Star Wars. It's gonna be fun. There's gonna be Chewbacca. There's gonna be the Kessel. Uh the Red Letter Media. Just, so good. That is amazing. Yes, that's yeah. incredible. Basically, before it dropped, they kind of guessed, predicted it. Everything. Yeah. Though. I mean, they were very generic about yeah. what was gonna be in it. Oh, but, it's on. Yeah. Uh, and Woody Harrelson's in it. Uh, Donald, like Viggo Mortensen a little bit. I thought it was Viggo Mortensen for a second. Really? Where he like kind of does the wave. I thought that was kind of him for a little bit. Uh, I didn't, I didn't Donald think it Glover was him. looks cool. Dude, he mm-hmm. looks badass. I, I think people are really excited for Donald Glover as Lando, and I am too. And I think that's going to be a big selling point. Yeah, that's a great casting yes. call. Yes. I. So, how would you rank those movies out of how bad you want to see them? Oh, Solo is number one. It's still number one. Yeah, I think Solo's uh, number one for me. Yeah, yeah, Solo number one. Um, hell, I don't know. Uh, what were the two? other ones? Skyscraper, Infinity War, Mission Impossible. Uh, probably Mission Impossible, then Quiet Place, and then I don't want to see the other two, really. I, I mean, I Skyscraper, seen... probably, and then Infinity War. I'll probably know. see Infinity War. I don't give um, a crap about yeah. freaking Infinity War. I don't know. The I... thing is, th- these are probably... Solo, Skyscraper, maybe not Skyscraper. Solo, Avengers, Mission Impossible are probably ending up in the top 10, mm-hmm. 15 <laughs> at the box office at I the end of the year. I don't remember the last Mission Impossible yeah. movie I saw. I think it might have been two, honestly. Oh. Yeah. there's Some of the later ones are interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, it's, like, it's not like super inventive or anything. It's just super... They're, it, like, I don't think they're essential to go watch at home, but they're really fun popcorn movies to mm-hmm. see in the theater. Okay. Uh, some other stuff that came out. Uh, Tom Hanks, he's going to play Mr. Rogers in a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves Tom Hanks. He's, he's, are, are we getting a little too Tom Hanks out? No. Tom Hanks is great. Why would you need I, less Tom Hanks? Little, like, here's my thing. He just plays himself. He needs to maybe just spice it up a little bit, man. Do some weird stuff. Stop Mr. Rogers in Freaky? Isn't Freaky Deaky enough <laughs> for you? He's supposed to be like the nicest guy in the world. This is going to be like about him Shoot. giving to charity or something. Did you see Bridge of Spies? Yeah. Oh, actually, I actually didn't. I need to see that. He's very good in Bridge of okay. Spies. Okay. I need to watch Bridge of Spies. I mean, it, like, I mean he's, he's got a face and he's- He is he's amazing. So, I'm not- I'm not- Yeah, he's very good. I'm not saying we don't need any more Tom Hanks. I'm saying, buddy, maybe maybe do something out of your comfort zone. You know? Mix it up a little bit. Play a stripper or something. But like you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe uh, studios don't want to give yeah. him roles that are not Tom Hanks roles. No, that's you know? that's very true. That's he, a point, he's, he's at a point in his career where it's like yeah, he's kind of gonna try and true. Thing. He's yeah. he's the guy you can you you can sell the movie, and he's the he's your American leading man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cloverfield Four already done filming. Yeah, October, it's the, the right? World War Two movie. Is it already done filming, or have they filmed another movie and they're going to put Cloverfield shit in it? Well, that's kind of what they're. <laughs> I mean, that's not how it goes. Man, this movie sucks. Let's make it a Cloverfield movie. They get. I think they do that. They get the script and yeah. then they retcon. They, and they rewrite the script. Yeah, that's what they, they do with video. That's what Nintendo does with their video games. Let's put Mario in it. Fuck it. 
Yeah, but it worked great with Ten Cloverfield Lane. We'll, so the we'll method talk. Is not we'll talk about full. Cloverfield a little bit later. Let's put Mario in it. We can't sell otherwise. Uh, Black Panther. Octavia Spencer bought out a theater in Mississippi for poor kids. Aww. To to see it. That's awesome. Do we want to do? Our... Is that the one with the video of the of the school dancing? No, it's not that one. But that's that... a, that's a great video. <laughs> that's so good. Like I'm so sad I didn't go to that school. <laughs> that school was lit. Are we gonna do our dilly dilly prediction right here? You wanna do that? Let's do it. Okay. So Trey Trey laid this down and we and we came up with a little bet. Yeah. We're the bet podcast. Now I I I'm just for the sake of the bet, I'll pick this one side. But I I feel like you could be right as well. For the bet, I say that the the Black Panther will be the highest grossing Marvel movie opening because, weekend. opening weekend of all time. Um, you say all time. I could see all time, but for the sake of the bet, I'll do opening weekend. You'll do all time. I don't think it will pass all time. Wait, no, I think, that's not what. No, you're saying the opening weekend will be the biggest opening weekend of all yes, time. Yes, yes, yes. But you you say the highest Marvel movie ever, right? No, I'm saying opening weekend. Oh, okay. You're oh, not saying. I'm saying yes. It will not pass the original Avengers okay. on opening weekend. Okay. Um, you won't. Oh, you don't it think will. it will pass? I'm saying it will pass. You say it will. I pass. say it will not. Okay. So. Uh, Okay, I think it will because I I think that uh you're gonna get the um you're gonna get the comic book fans and you're also gonna get the uh, the African American uh fan who doesn't really care for Marvel because I mean the uh, I know this is a very 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 small sample size but I remember hearing Donovan Lewis saying oh yeah I'm definitely gonna see that yeah so, there's yeah. A, is definitely an underserved market mm-hmm. and uh, they are quote unquote doing it for the culture uh but yeah. Twitter's friggin' pumped for this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but the Avengers made so much money. Right. Uh, I don't think so. So our bet that uh, I came up with is, because uh, I think we're both going to go see, I'm going to go see Black Panther. Yeah, I'll see it. Or, yes. Originally. I'll see it. So we'll go, and then after opening weekend, uh, if, if Black Panther... Passes or does not pass the Avengers. One of us uh, will go into the theater, go see Black Panther again. Wait until there's a quiet little moment, a very tense moment in Black Panther, mm-hmm. and yell "Dilly Dilly." <laughs> now, are we going to stipulate this has to be like a Friday seven thirty showing, a Saturday showing, or because ideally, this for this to be truly punishment, it should be a pretty full. Auditorium, but when there's a full auditorium, it could be anyone. Mm-hmm. If there's <laughs> right, only person. a few people, just not empty. Yeah, I mean, there should be. A, you're gonna go. Be it's a good it's number of people. Still gonna be a pretty popular. Like people yeah, are gonna be yeah. going to this movie. Yeah, for a while. while. And then now one of us gonna be yelling "Dilly Dilly" with a sandwich board, right? No sandwich board. All right, and also you have to. Well, I I would like to be there. When you uh, do this, but we will not sit next to you. I will not sit next to you. Oh, all right. sorry. Well, I'm I'm saying it to you, Trey. Why are you saying it to me? Because I don't think this is going to pass a Oh no, but Spencer putting the kiss of death on my bet. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about. I've only lost one bet ever. <laughs> yeah, but your predictions, not always. Right. Speaking of, uh, we're doing our box office stuff. <laughs> I won, right? Yeah, I guessed Jumanji, and that like. That's no, you did not guess Jumanji, <laughs> Trey. You fuzzy memory, Trey. <laughs> Jumanji was number one was. at the box office again. Eleven million dollars. Maze Runner, <laughs> ten million. Winchester, nine point two million. Uh, so overall, a 
horrible week. I can't wait for the Jumanji sequel. At the box office. Yeah, that Jumanji sequel. That. It's, I'm sure it's already coming. It'll be VR. Uh, so we all picked... I don't know if this was VR. Actually, I didn't see the movie. So. No. Go on. Sorry. We all picked Maze Runner first. Mm-hmm. Maze Runner came in second. Uh, Trey, you picked Hostile second, which did not place in the top three. I'm stupid. Uh, Spencer and I picked Winchester. And then Spencer picked 12 Ponies. I picked Jumanji. Damn. <laughs> so I won that this week. So now year to date, Spencer 2, Adam 2, Trey 1. So this week, coming out, there is the 1517 to Paris. <sighs> oh, yeah. Fifty Shades Freed. Oh. Hey. <laughs> and Peter Rabbit. Oh. <laughs> so I got it right. I'm going first. Give me... The Fifty Shades Freed. Spencer's going to see it 50 times. Yeah. I. Uh, oh, crap. I have to see it 50 <laughs> Shades. <laughs> Two hot dogs in one hand. Uh, I gotta see in food. one hand. <laughs> you, one hand. You can't add on all these additional stipulations <laughs> after the fact. I'll go Fifty Shades as well. I'll go Fifty Shades. All right. Spencer. I'm going Peter Rabbit. I'm also going to go Peter Rabbit. I'm going to go Peter Rabbit. All right. Uh, uh, give me the fifteen seventeen to Paris. Yeah, yeah, I'll go fifteen seventeen to Paris. Give me Jumanji. Ooh, and then I'm going Jumanji. I am going to go Maze. No, no one's gonna see Maze Runner again. It already lost out to Jumanji. Maybe you can um, bet on the 12 ponies. <laughs> <laughs> bet on the ponies all the time. Oh, God. Just a moment, please. I want to see just what other movies are straggling out there. Jumanji has been out for like three months. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Um, gosh. Sorry, guys. Jumanji. Give me the... What are, what are the options again? Uh... Coming out this week, we already did Fifty Shades Freed, Fifteen Seventeen to Paris, Peter Rabbit, and then last week, Jumanji, Maze Runner, and Winchester. Gosh. In that order. I'll go uh I'll go Maze Runner, whatever. Okay. It doesn't I don't have I don't feel confident in it, but Cool. I just can't believe Jumanji <laughs> will make any <laughs> substantial money again. Okay. People love The Rock. People love Jack Black being a woman. Jack Black being a woman, there is a, a little uh, pop figure. We were at GameStop the other day. Yes. You guys had a hell of a weekend. Yeah, we went and uh, we got our Super Bowl pedicures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Went to GameStop, watched uh, some Liverpool movie. Yeah. So wait, what did you see the, the figure? The Jack Black woman figure? Yeah, Jack Black. As a woman, as a man, a man. Oh, it's incredible. Yes, that's that's high class comedy right there. So let's talk Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah, it the came out. Cloverfield Paradox. It was announced at the Super Bowl, released after the game. As soon as it dropped, people were excited the whole time. Yeah, we watched it. And initial thoughts. I'm glad they released it on Netflix. Yeah, it's definitely uh it's interesting where 
I think we're just getting we're, we or we've been getting to the point where straight to Netflix, straight to Netflix is the new straight to DVD. Well, but there are not DVDs. But they're wanting they're wanting it to be a step above, because right? Martin Scorsese's movie, The Irishman, is supposed to be straight to Netflix, and that's yes. you hope right. it's not going to be bad, right? You hope, but you look at what's been released, yeah, and it's and it's not great, no. Um, as far as their big pictures, obviously they have a lot of good IP that is like that are fun, good like typically series. As far as original movies, Mm-mm. it's Mm-mm. been big budget, um, and then. I mean, really my, worried about you can, it's my opinion of the movie is a, a little bit it's more positive than Adam's. I thought the movie was like bad, but I still had fun watching it. Um, it's a bad movie, but it's a, it's a straight to DVD movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there, so it's it's kind of um, an interesting thing where you have a people have a pretty positive perception of Netflix overall, but more and more they're kind of losing that credibility as far as producing good content when the hit rate is the uh lowered. the way i look at it what? this is this is going to be n- so niche for people explain the movie though well we'll we'll get to the movie let's okay. talk about netflix a little bit okay uh i see them kind of like the dallas mavericks acquisitions where they're able to turn super low level free agents into really good solid mm-hmm. role players but they can't get the big guy. The big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The big thing. The best thing that Netflix is doing right now is giving a way for people to see independent movies yes. and smaller movies without a budget. Like Trailer Park Boys, was that like a... It was a Canadian... Yeah. So like it's great for like discovering shows and yes. movies and stuff like that that you would not see. Yeah, It's great for that. Right. But I'm really worried about The Irishman. I I wouldn't be concerned about the Irishman mm-hmm. just yet, just because it's Scorsese. Yeah. I I feel like it would be, it would be crazy, right? And yeah. the Irishman has been Scorsese all along, whereas right. this was yeah. like written, directed, produced, whatever it was made, and then they just bought it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So it's that's, this was not like yeah. That's Netflix the thing is you know we talked about it uh, a few months ago how Netflix was going to start picking up movies in production hell. Yeah, as that was what it was deemed, uh, and that they were going to go in and they were going to buy these these movies that uh, they weren't they were stuck with a bunch of rewrites and all these kind of things. But what they did with this movie, uh, Cloverfield Paradox, is yeah they bought it once it was completed and just released it as a distributor. Basically, if it's going to work, they need to buy these movies while they're still mm-hmm. in production and kind of help tool it to be to to use the on-demand platform that they have a lot of right. times development hell not all the time but a lot of times that means it's not very good right. in general yeah movies yes. get shelved for a reason it's, right it's like all these games again but it's like all these games that are uh you know they put them on a uh, kickstarter and hey well the reason why it's being kickstarted cuz no one really wanted that nobody game nobody wanted anyway. to fund it yeah, yeah right. exactly you, you want to look at it there's exceptions but yeah yeah you want to look at it like these production companies are just like evil mm-hmm. and killing creativity when in reality like they probably have a pretty good idea of yeah. this is going to be a good movie this will make money mm-hmm. uh, this will be bad this will not make money 
Um, and obviously, yeah, like you said, there are exceptions where it could be, this is a truly good story that needs to be made and it's just being hindered. Mm -hmm. Um, but probably, yeah, a lot of them are just like movies that would not fit well as a theatrical release. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, another, it, it felt a lot, this movie, I guess we can start talking about the movie. Um, so the Cloverfield paradox, which I think also, sorry, I'm going on a million different directions. Uh, it, I think it it can still be a win for Netflix that they bought it because they got a big a big name franchise and mm-hmm. uh, they were able to do something cool with it with the Super Bowl right and they got a ton of hype yeah. off of it the the strategy of the release awesome yeah that's a really cool thing they did uh, it, it's very novel and mm-hmm. like I went and watched the movie directly after the Super Bowl that I was not I didn't even know it was coming out, and I watched it immediately. Right. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. And so if it was a movie, the one that I would compare it to would be Life, the Ryan Reynolds, Jake Gyllenhaal. Event Horizon is another one yeah. that we're talking about. S- stuff, movies like that where if those get released in the theater, you kind of get critics that see it a little early, and you mm-hmm. hear bad things, and then you're not going to watch it. Yeah. And so this was a way to get it in front of people with no misconceptions about it. And boy, is it a mess of a movie. <laughs> yeah. It felt like, you mentioned Life and Event Horizon. Yeah. It felt like six movies, then those 100%. movies did it way better. Yes. It felt like Prevent Horizon. It felt like The Thing. It felt like Alien. It felt like uh, any kind of space horror movie, space you know, sci-fi, horror, anything like that. Right. There's some, like, really cool... Yes. Jumping a little bit ahead, like, there are some really cool things that you get that are kind of, like, the, like, alien, like space horror kind of genre. Mm-hmm. Like, the sequence of they just jumped into space. Again, this is jumping ahead. Um, yeah. This is kind of a little bit spoiler land. They just jumped into the different dimension, and they're hearing the screams in yes. the corridors. Like, that's always going to be a little bit spooky. Right. Um. And it turns out it's like there's mysteriously this woman trapped in one of the panels. Right. That's great to me. Like mm-hmm. that sequence is awesome. There's um, there's a series of like because the beginning is so bad. It is exposition dump, mm-hmm. like yes. crazy when they're in the car. Then there's kind of a cool sequence to get them ahead and into space yes. for a little while, where our main our main lady is is there and she's been in space for a little bit okay. and Hamilton? then yeah and is her name and the, the actress's name is like goo goo <laughs> yeah the acting was not bad no there were i no don't think i don't think the performances yeah. were bad uh i think the characters had no yeah definition oh. outside of chris o'dowd is like mm-hmm. hey, i'm kind of funny guy sunshine yeah. or sun uh yeah sunshine or um the solar or the solar one with uh the guy from 28 days later where it's the sun and they're trying to get, trying to recharge the sun. What was that sun sunshine or? Uh, Is it an, are you talking about another? I think movie? it might oh, just yeah, be called movie. sunshine. Yeah, I think that it reminded me of that as well, especially with the ending. It turned into a uh, pretty much a monster movie at the end. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, uh, so then they go and then they have a a scientist basically explain everything that's about and to happen. Conspiracy theory guy. Right, yes. yeah. right yes. before it happens. Yeah. And that is 100% a rewrite where well, they were let's like, get into that people need to we... understand yeah. what this is. Yeah. 
that was that was a there's I don't like that it's it's so foreshadowing. Read my book. This is something bad's gonna happen. Like, and I would rather I'd rather be optimistic right, the whole yeah. time and then explain, oh no, we we know we figured out like we can kind of figure out what has happened and it's bad, catastrophic repercussions, rather than terrible things can happen. And then throughout the entire movie, they're trying to figure out what happened, and they're like, "I've got no idea. None of this makes sense." Right. Which is like super frustrating after a while that you get, "I don't know why this is happening. Nothing makes sense anymore." Mm-hmm. A lot. And you also had that story on Earth, which just did not fit at not all. all. And, no. And like, I think you could have like you you add that to make it like Cloverfieldy, which. And I think you could have you could have had it and had a little bit more feel, but it's like. I I don't know why they don't just like tiptoe into it because then that just makes it empty and confusing. Either really develop that storyline or don't have it at all. Yeah. Uh. So basically, how this movie got made, kind of like Ten Cloverfield Lane. I didn't is, realize this about Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Either. It's yeah. that it's a totally separate movie, and that uh, you know the scripts get passed around Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It came to Bad Robot and J.J. Abrams. And they said, oh, this is cool. Let's make it a Cloverfield movie. Right. And so this is why they're in this bunker. Yeah, because like with, with 10 Cloverfield Lane, it takes a movie that like would have been a good movie without it being Cloverfield. Mm-hmm. Right. But it wouldn't have been like a $150 million movie. Yeah. Right. So it was, that was genius on their part without compromising the movie. This would have been the same, just probably just as bad a movie I, either I wonder way. where in production those two movies inserted inserted Cloverfield because it seems like and maybe 10 Cloverfield Lane maybe I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt because I really enjoyed that movie uh maybe they did that during the script writing where they're like okay we can kind of do this naturally or it wasn't even because it was the ending so it didn't feel too right. abrupt in the little bit the beginning when she's like or you start to hear yeah yeah let's go bad things are happening mm-hmm. um this I, one seemed a little bit more like we just finished the movie and now let's put all this Cloverfield field stuff in here. Yeah, like with Ten Cloverfield Lane, it's so loosely connected. Yeah, it you could have you they you could tell they just they could just bookend it. Mm-hmm. It's in the universe, um, but but this is like trying to be so intertwined with mm-hmm. like the original movie at least um, that it, it yeah you can tell a lot more that this was kind of retconned. Yeah, it uh. So I so it starts off with those those real clunky scenes off the top that are kind of rewritten and then it and then it has its its main story is based around uh they're running out of energy on earth mm-hmm. yes and so they have like a giant hadron collider essentially uh to sp- split atoms do, or yes. do whatever yeah. to make a ton of energy and send it to earth uh, yes and i they use it and they it's never really clear where they well they think they just moved and then they're right. in another dimension. And I think the thing for me is they wanted it to be alien, the thing, and then they wanted it to be another dimension kind of movie. Right. Because yeah. it was like, wait, is there a monster on board? Is there is there like yeah. the hands being cut off and it's like it moves? It's like, but what's... it's funny that <laughs> they they take the hand thing and they make it funny. Right. Um, I don't. Which, why? Which I I I kind of like. Uh, I'm cool with the. We don't know where we are. We're lost. Okay, mm-hmm. that's cool. That creates some suspense. It's like not super inventive, but I like it. Um, and then finding out that you've jumped dimensions, I'm right. cool with yeah, all of that. I, that's all cool and yes. pretty inventive to me. 
Um, yeah. It, trying to get I, back. Yeah. All that. I, I like that kind of the... Uh, Something going on with the ship, like uh, right. Event Horizon's cool, you know. Right. Yeah, all that is cool. It, yeah. It's cool, and then it goes into a series of vignettes of wouldn't it, wouldn't it be cool if this? Wouldn't it be cool if this? And the first three... I think are really cool. There's the lady in the lady in the wall. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the the guy throwing up the worms. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah with the with, with the, the, the eye, eye the eye thing is so and good. so I was like the beginning's clunky, but this is pretty cool. Yeah. The arm thing, which I think is I enjoyed, even though they it's right. tonally different than the whole rest of the movie. Uh, yeah. And then, but then it's just like, oh, what if she's like drowning in space and then it becomes ice? Mm-hmm. Oh, what if you know, he has this magnet putty, and then magnets go crazy. What if the foosball start? The foosball table starts spinning real and fast, and then changes colors. It it changed the yeah. players change colors for some reason because it's a different dimension. Um, the, I don't know. Um, jumping back a little bit to uh, the things that talking about just things that I liked. So they find the lady in the wall, and then it like cuts to a picture of the crew. And she's in the picture. Yeah. Loved that. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, just gets you questioning what the heck is happening. Starts to make you kind of question, like, who is this woman? Like, do we trust this woman? That's really good. Um, but yeah, like you said, it starts to get off the rails. Yeah. Like with the arm thing, like that's fun. And that's kind of when they realize like, oh, we can just play around with stuff. Um, and then, yeah, stuff starts to happen for no reason. And the and characters are all the same and they're all mm-hmm. reacting to these crazy things in the most non-believable way at all they're just accept like yeah. this woman is just like no i was part of this and you shouldn't trust this guy that you've been on board with for two and years and nothing, they're just like yeah yeah, yeah no yeah. we shouldn't trust him you're right, right. um and, and even still like i do like that as a concept of in this world uh the german character right. is an asshole yes per, like traitor that's cool um, I like it. I just wish there was a little more reaction. resistance yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. or like, like discovery. There's a lot of things that they're just like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just running around yelling. This is one of like the craziest um, uses of just like the gyro, uh, <laughs> like just, just crazy mumbo speak. Just, they know what it means, uh, but it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It was a, c-tier sci-fi movie and and, i mean i would have liked it a lot more if i didn't realize they just kind of frankenstein this into being a cloverfield movie it's like okay it's a meh it's a it's a sci-fi weird netflix movie it's it's i mean if it wasn't a cloverfield movie not saying that cloverfield has this pedigree or anything but just i i i think i put it on uh the letterbox i put it like a two and a half that's what i gave it. and then i started realizing it was Frankenstein. It wasn't even meant to be a Cloverfield because it doesn't make really any sense in the Cloverfield universe as far as no. time and anything. Well, it's it it. I guess maybe that's why they went so off the rails as to justify. It's, oh, and also it, it introduced all these crazy monsters. Yeah. to the it's world. in a it's different dimension. Yeah, which is kind of something that they've brought up is that yeah. all the Cloverfield movies are, different are kind of the same, but it all happens in different timelines or dimensions. Yeah. So. I just, I don't know. This is a weird example, but this is what I kept thinking of. This is a very odd example, but I'm, I remember watching the special features for American Pie 2, 
And okay. Yeah. I'm interested yes. in this. Uh, and I just remember like, just because I liked the movie. I was in high school. Uh-huh. You know, they tried it with cherry school. and then they tried it with <laughs> apple and they got the best squish out of apricot. <laughs> I remember though, uh, they had written the movie one way, shot everything and then realized like, like three different storylines did not work. So they just reshot the storylines, did a whole different story and then put it in the movie. And it's like, that's that's not how you're supposed to make a movie. You're supposed to have a, uh, a, a consistent. I don't know the the biggest movie franchise in the world just did that with a movie that people are very excited to see. You know, Star Wars, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And yeah. Kathleen Kennedy still has a job. It blows my mind. Um, so Cloverfield Paradox. Yes. The very the end. I feel um the there's like the really big kind of climax is at the end where the the mysterious woman who showed up in the walls running around with the gun that was 3D printed right and just shooting everybody yeah, yeah. that's all so bad like well, it was you're not was, gonna get away with this bang that you're was not bad gonna get in away Sunshine. with this it was bad in that movie that's what they did in that Sun- movie yeah it's that's, pretty much the same thing it was a great movie until oh it's a guy chasing him it's like yeah. it's like they're just like I don't know how we can get this. Uh, yeah. Have her run around, uh, kill a few people. One of them survives. Ultimately, the good guy wins, um, and then they are able to get the thi- the hydron collider to work. The most famous actor of them all lives at the end, right? Um, and that's all really clunky. But I, some people didn't like the final sequence of the gigantic. Well, the monster is much bigger now. Yes. There are obviously several right. monsters, so maybe this is a different one. Um, or maybe it was but, a baby in the first one and grew but up. I did really like the the like tell them not to come back. Yeah, right. They're, like there's nothing we can do. Like tell them not to like yeah. that. That like like that's, that's good on its own is a cool moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's that the, would work in a movie. Like it's almost like they came up with the idea for that moment. Yeah, and they based that whole Earth right, the that's whole cool Earth moment. plot line around it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, because the whole Earth thing, and it's it's shot like oh, you're supposed to be like oh, what's going on? But you know, because mm-hmm. you, it it yeah. has the Cloverfield name on it, and you have seen Cloverfield, or you know what it's about. Yeah. So it's it's kind of yeah. So f- for me, there was it's it's I could I could easily look at the movie uh, in two different ways based on the way it turned out. Whereas there were a bunch of really cool ideas and concepts. Um, that I liked a lot, yeah. um, but the rest of the movie was executed so poorly that the final product was kind of incoherent and not great. So I can look at that as uh, totally missed opportunity, very bad, or um, some cool concepts. I had fun, um, and ultimately, I I get yeah. I think it's it's a very like two or two and a half star movie mm-hmm. for me, um, where I had fun. I liked the ideas enough that they kind of make me. F- think about what what they were doing um but yeah finished product was not mm-hmm. great yeah i gave it a, a one just because i i feel like i'm more apt to put movies higher up it's it's more of a problem with the way i see sure. grades yeah. given out mm-hmm. than me absolutely hating this movie mm-hmm. like a one would be it's in the bottom 20 percent uh, a one out of five is in the bottom twenty percent of movies I see, and I think it probably as a finished product is. Yeah, uh, I think there there are redeemable moments in it. Uh, it may even be if you if you just want something to have on, 
Like it costs you nothing. No. Not, yeah. Uh, yeah. Again. So I yeah. give it credit. I mean, they they didn't put it in theaters. Right. They put it on Netflix, and it yeah. costs nothing, and it's an hour and forty minutes of your day, and it's it's not the worst thing in the world. It's not offensively bad. It's not cringeworthy. It's just it's like you said, a missed opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I gave it. I think I gave it like one and a half. I gave it two and a half originally. Then I'm like, wait a minute. They just stitched this together, didn't they? And <laughs> Put it at one and a half because yeah. I, I didn't I did not like that. So no fun uh scoring system on this one? Oh. Do how many how many uh watts did they end up uh <laughs> was it like four hundred they needed two hundred forty? Yeah, and, yeah, and they needed they, they oh yeah, they needed like two hundred ten. He's like, I could I could recirculate the air and make this oh, two hundred and forty. Yeah, two <laughs> yeah, so two hundred forty Let me do math here. watts out of two hundred forty, I'll give it a ninety. Out of 240. Uh, I give it a 30 out of 240. I'm dividing it up because I always get effed with this. So 240 divided by 5 is 48. So one would be 48. So I'm going to give it a 48, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Sounds good. There you go. We no got... more inconsistencies, Chris the Fields. We got I Twitter questions? Uh, we do. Do you want to do uh, suggestions first? What sure. Movies? Oh, yeah. If you have a suggestion, please tweet us at CrayTreyVids or at the Fullertron or at Coach Chucky. Yeah. And we'll watch your movies you want to suggest to us maybe one day. Yeah. All right. So uh, I, I did not I, – I was recommended last week Seven Samurai. Still haven't found time to watch that. It's okay. I feel like I need to watch that at home, not at work, where I'm distracted because there's subtitles. Yeah. So I definitely need to – It's a, a good call. Yeah. Uh, and then the jerk – I feel like I've seen the jerk – I'll watch it again. I just – I think I've seen that. Oh no! Oh god! Oh god! Connor, you Connor, in here? Connor Risenhoover, Connor of Gamescast fame, is is here? Hey Connor! Hey Connor! Crossover. And Austin, uh, he doesn't Austin, want to get on the mic. Want to get on the mic? Get on the mic! You're here. That one. Yeah, get on the mic. How you doing, Connor? Oh no, he's fine. Ah! Oh, he god. fell over. Uh, and Austin is just yeah, he's meter, here too. Meters away. Yeah. Hey, how many liters did you drink today? How many liters? Yeah. Liter of cola. Three? Uh, how many grams do you weigh? <laughs> oh, Connor. Me- uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I how don't many know. stone? How many stone do you weigh? Uh, I weigh about tree stone. How many hands tall are you? <laughs> <laughs> My hands are uh, <laughs> President Donald Trump's hands. Oh, oh God. Wow. Sorry, Connor. I know y'all don't get as... Racy as we do, and hot with the uh, only when Trey does his Donald Trump impression. Speaking of, it's been a while. We've actually we're joined right now. It's been a while since I've been oh, not what I was on my <laughs> own too. Right. I'm gonna do it. We have to try to get out. Yeah, we gotta get going because of Trey. Um, needs to work. Uh, yeah, Connor. Uh, had did you watch the Super Bowl? I did watch the Super Bowl. Did you see the uh, Cloverfield stuff? I did. Were you? Are you interested at all? Uh, I liked the first Cloverfield. I didn't see Cloverfield Lane, and I've heard that this one is awful. Yeah, see Cloverfield Lane. Cloverfield yeah, Lane's that. great. This yeah. new one is garbage. I've heard this one's really bad. Yeah, watch Cloverfield Lane first, and then uh, if you are bored and have watched yeah. everything else on Netflix, if you want to have something on in the one. background while you're playing Civ, it, there we it, go. yeah, yeah, this, this is speaking my language. Yeah, hey, this guy's no audience. 
Right. Uh, so Trey, my suggestion for you this week is the Princess Bride. Okay, which you yeah. somehow haven't seen. No, I've not seen the. I've not seen all of it. I've seen like the first half. Uh, I think I've seen like to the point where the one guy loses the bet and gets poisoned. I always forget his name, but it's the, uh, you know, Vicini. Yeah, do his voice. I can't try it. No, come on, uh, come on now. All right, you can. What does he say? Inconceivable. What does he say? Inconceivable. <laughs> That's perfect. That was yeah. pretty good. That was great. All right. Okay. Yeah. What's um, your suggestion for Trey Spencer? For, I'm actually going to suggest uh, y'all both watch. It's a twofer. Uh, Mad Max Toof. and Road Warrior. Okay, Road Warrior. Pretty much, oh. uh, pretty much only recommending you watch Mad Max so you can get to Road Warrior. Okay. Because Road Warrior is awesome. Okay. Mad Max is good, not as awesome. Okay. As Road Warrior. All right. Um. I recommend you watch the Emoji Movie again. Go to hell. Uh, <laughs> you suggested let me it. see here. <laughs> you he you did have suge- to watch it. <laughs> if, yeah, if you give us a five-star review. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Connor, so how, about you, uh, how about you throw a review on that? Uh, you on know that- what? I know someone who has a different last name than me who would be more than willing to review <laughs> this podcast to get Trey to watch the Emoji Movie again. <laughs> who was that? I can't reveal. Uh, I bet there's so, like a lot of people that have different last names <laughs> that you know. Mostly, you know several Adam Ryzen Hoover. Yeah. Have you seen Barton Fink? I have not seen Barton Fink. I want you to watch Barton Fink. Barton that Fink. is one that I've been meaning to see. Yes, you yeah. will like Barton Fink. I think Connor, or I think uh, uh, Spencer, you will too. But let I'm me get flustered. something else. Oh, yeah, Adam, did you recommend a movie uh, for me? Spencer, you need to watch Doctor Strange Love. Mm. Oh yeah, Stanley yes. Kubrick. Uh oh boy, it's gonna feel. You know who would really like Doctor Strange Love? Would I? Oh yeah, he Donald would. Trump. Yeah, he would. <laughs> oh, it's all about nukes, and it's it a uh, very it's scary, and it totally changed the way uh, that our nuclear system is run, yep. which is not a joke. It it's is a, a comedy movie that they were like, hey, that is no kind of dumb. Fighting in well, the war room. <laughs> uh, no it's fighting in the war room. Dr. Strangelove is on archive.org. Yes. It's in, in its entirety, for so you can just watch cool. it. Yeah, is is it uh, one of those like um, cultural pod movies or it's like deemed, or it's like, it's yeah. in the Ar- National Archives, yeah. right. deemed as... Uh, I, it still holds up, 100%, though. It's, it's still really funny. funny. It's very funny. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, have you ever seen the guy movie? running a nuke? <laughs> what was that, Connor? What did you say, Connor? Is it funnier than the Emoji movie? Well, I have so not I seen it. Only, Fink for you, only one of us has seen both of those yeah. movies. <laughs> <laughs> Would the bomb emoji like it? <laughs> Spencer, you know what? This is for both of you, too, if you want to watch it, but... Uh, <laughs> I'll kind of do a twofer, I guess. I'll, yeah. I'll recommend The Invitation for you, even though I think you both should see it. It's on Netflix. It's a movie that came out in 2015. It's really good, really okay. suspenseful. The Invitation. Tell me about what, it real quick. Yeah, what? So I'll, I'll read a synopsis. Synopsis. Uh, Will and his new girlfriend, Kira, uh, are invited oh, I see to a oh, dinner. Oh, oh okay. great. Another oh, Akira. Akira. <laughs> Akira. You have to watch Akira. <laughs> They're invited to a dinner with old friends at the house of Will's ex, Eden, and her new partner, David. Uh, boyfriend, David. I don't know whether he's partner. Because uh, partner it signifies something else sometimes. Uh, although, I mean, it's I don't know. I always incorrect. get confused That's with the, the twist. partner. Although the evening appears to be relaxed, Will soon gets a creeping suspicion that their charming host, David, is up to something. 
It's pretty much Ooh, like you go generic. over you go over to a house. Let's say uh, you haven't seen Austin Guttery in a long time. Right. You go over to his house. And he's got a new girlfriend, and her girlfriend is really into Scientology. Yeah. Okay. Or some other cult. Gotcha. Like We've that. all been there before. And you see, yeah, it's it's really good. It's really creepy. Uh, the guy from Fart the um. <laughs> From Fart? Fargo, <laughs> the guy from no no Fart. no the husband the husband from Fargo. He's also in Zodiac. He's a very large man, balding. I oh, know, I know, I know you're talking. He about. plays. He's so good at playing creepy, and he plays creepy in this really well. Cool. Okay. He's it's, in that. You said it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. The Invitation. So cool. Barton Fink in The Invitation. Yeah, yeah. Barton Fink is awesome. Yes. Really like Barton. Yes. You need to see Barton Fink. Okay. Adam. Twitter question. You need to see Barton Fink. I, I'll I'll watch it. Adam. Do you have the Twitter questions up? Yeah, yeah, but... Oh, you got it. You do it uh, some asshole says, uh, what would you pay for a movie called Black Han Solo <laughs> starring Donald Glover and written by Jordan Peele? That would be called Lando, not Black It Han was Connor, Connor Risen Hoover. God that damn question. It, Look, I like to imagine a world where you guys saw the trailer. It looks not good. That movie does not look good. It Am I wrong? It looks totally I think, too I serious. I think the, the trailer looks... Okay, knowing everything I know about the background, I'm mm-hmm. not as excited as so I would let's take be otherwise. Donald Glover, who I think will be the best part of that movie. Yeah, yeah. I let's would just agree. Re- let's just rebrand him, Black Han Solo. Why, why don't you just make a Lando movie? No, no. I mean, why? Oh, why sw- can't he be? Uh, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah, have yeah, him okay. be Han Solo. Exactly. Right, I'm down with that. Oh, it, what would be better is if they didn't didn't call it Black Han Solo. They just called it Solo and just. Had him, they, had him in it. They made him Han Solo, but right. they never addressed yeah. that he's black now. I'm in. I'm into that. Yeah. I'm into that. Sort of like a, uh, was it a Night of the Living Dead or, uh, man. The it, Room, maybe? No, 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 no. It was, uh, I think it was Night of the Living Dead. Shaft. One of the uh, first uh, first zombie movies, and their actor, the, they, the guy did not write the movie to have an African-American lead but they casted an African-American lead. And it was kind of controversial because he was... Black. It was very... Well, yeah, it was in the 60s. And so, like, he was doing things black actors didn't really do back in the day. Like and, talk? Yeah. Oh, and, like, he slapped a white woman. Like, he was doing a oh, lot yeah. of different things. Yeah. And it was... Like, today, you watch that, and you're like, oh, it's just a movie. And just a guy like, slapping a woman. Just just no problem. Woman. Just domestic. It's just domestic violence. But no, no. It was like it was like she was being frantic, and he had to get her under control. But okay. It's okay. If it's zombies, it's okay. But, like, I, I think that would be interesting to just not even write it as a... It's just Han Solo, and you're just going to cast a black dude in it. Just, hey, we're, yeah, just do it. Color Who cares? Just yeah. do it. Exactly. Who fucking cares. It's the best actor. Do it. Any more he questions? He probably is the best actor in that whole damn movie. Damn and, it. Well, Woody, Woody Harrelson. Harrelson's pretty awesome, but yeah. But uh, Fig Newtons asks, "Do you think the idea of ghosts moaning came, actually came from children hearing sex noises at night from their parents, and the parents in turn denying hearing anything the following morning?" That might be the best question we've really ever gotten. Like that. I, I, I like it. I think I think he figured it out. You're on yeah. to something. <laughs> Here you are, Eric. Dig deeper, please. <laughs> You gotta get to we the bottom to of this. We need to know. Uh, Bits are fun. Asks, have you seen any other Alex Garland movies besides Ex Machina, Sunshine? Yeah, Sunshine's really the good. The Beach. I've not seen The Beach. Thoughts, uh, which I've I think is just thoughts. in general. How did you like Sunshine? Uh, I liked it a lot. It is a cool science fiction movie. It is sort of like the movie we just watched, Cloverfield mm-hmm. Lane, but a little better. Uh, the Paradox. ending is kind of bad, but it's good. 
it's a little bit like Interstellar as well. Uh-huh. They're, they're trying to save the world by going out to space and doing something. Uh, what is the best movie set on a space station? 2001. Yeah. Um, it's on it's, a space station. Mystery Science Theater 3000. Uh, 2001 is my answer. 2001 is great. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's just a very safe answer. Though. Yeah. I think Gravity is really good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Some other really good space movies. Yeah. Alien. Alien. Yeah. Would Alien would be an obvious one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's that Chris Pratt movie where he falls asleep? And yeah, wakes next up? question. Passengers. Next question. That's up there. Next question. When he wakes up, he sees Jennifer Lawrence and yeah. he's like, I want to have sex with this girl. I'm going <laughs> to fuck her up. Well, <laughs> and just you're here. Pops her out. <laughs> uh,. What about a friendly urethra that opens into another dimension whenever a flame grilled whopper asks for penance? Yeah, what one. about that? I don't know. What about it? <laughs> cool. <laughs> Could the main Jaeger in Pacific Rim defeat Godzilla in a battle? The Cloverfield monster? Should I watch Pacific Rim? The opioid tonight? epidemic? <laughs> uh yeah. I think I would say so. Pacific Rim. Spencer fell asleep during Spencer Pacific Rim. No. I also fell asleep during Pacific Rim. Uh, there's a little twist to this Spencer falling asleep story. Uh, we were at a spa, and Spencer fell asleep watching Pacific Rim, and he farted himself awake. <laughs> and it was so loud. And it was in like a room full of people. A lot of a lot Koreans. Of, a lot of Korean people were watching Pacific Rim. <laughs> I farted so loud. That I woke myself oh, up. No. Uh, it was a great. I don't believe the main Jaeger in Pacific Rim could defeat Godzilla in battle. No. Okay. Uh, Godzilla in the Godzilla movie, Godzilla like opens up that guy's throat and then shoots his little laser beam right yeah. down yeah. his if, throat. If we've learned anything from Godzilla films, it's like it's like Godzilla's and undefeatable. Basically, he no matter what he he comes back at the very least. But what a what has happened when he's going to take on King Kong? Have you ever watched footage of the old like 1960s Godzilla vs. King Kong? It is so funny because it's just two dudes in suits. <laughs> it is so great. <laughs> exactly what it is. He's like throws a rock. And it's just it's so funny. I've got a height comparison for the Jaegers if you'd like it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jaeger size comparison. Godzilla is 200 feet tall. And it seems short, mm. honestly. What about Godzuki? Mm, not on this drawing that I have. <laughs> Mecha Godzilla? Also not here, but Coyote Tango is 280. I'm unfamiliar. Is, is that like Coyote a Gundam wing? Uh, that's what Gundam they look like. Wing. But that's what the Jaegers look like. Crimson Typhoon is another Jaeger. Uh, Striker Eureka. Is, they're all taller. Gypsy Danger, which is my rap name. Ooh. That is uh, 260 feet That would tall. be like- Don't you prefer uh, Roma danger? <laughs> yeah, gypsy danger no, is- No, it gives, is it, kind of, it gives it the extra added- You're a little edgy. It'd yeah, be I, like uh, Native American threat. <laughs> <laughs> it would be feather Indian threat. <laughs> right, yes, right. Of course. <laughs> Look, you have to differentiate. Feather or dot. I don't know. Dot, dot Indian. No. <laughs> not, gonna, not going to- that's it. Get drawn off sides. That's all the questions we have. <laughs> well, this was another enthralling episode of Super Films Cast 64. Thank you so much for listening. Please leave us a comment on iTunes. That would be so awesome if you did that. We're finally rated now five out of five. Uh, get rated. Get Boom. Rated. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, rate us 
And uh, let you know what you think of the podcast. Let us know you're listening because I have a sneaking suspicion we're talking to ourselves sometimes. Why, so, why would we care? We're having a blast. We are having a blast. This is for us. Blast and a half. Blast and a half. I love you guys. Yeah. Trey, where can people find you? You can find me at Craig Trey Vids on Twitter. And also, I have a YouTube channel that I rarely put anything on anymore. Uh, Cray Trey 1310. Go check that out. Maybe I'll have something up in the next month. Ooh. Spencer, what about you? Des caught it! <laughs> All right. And, and Connor. Coach Chucky. You can find me on another podcast that will not be named here. Super Gamescast 64. You guys allow him to do that? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I Super Gamescast. You know, I was... I only assume he's always talking about films cast on their games cast. He tries, but Austin, <laughs> I don't let him. Uh, you know, and I used to get mad. He calls me Austin all the time. But uh, today I was trying to text Austin, and I went to send a message, and I just typed my own name in there. And I was like, what a fool. What a <laughs> fool oh, I am. You're a fool. He got me to pronounce my name wrong at a grocery store once. <laughs> See, I have, I have much influence on you guys. A lot of influence. All right. Well, thanks for listening. I'm uh, at the Fullertron, by the way. Yeah, go follow Adam. Tell him he's cool. Cool. Bye.